pilgrims and travelers on the sunny path of life I'm just now leaving the post office where <laughs> I have shipped my most expensive uh, jam and sauerkraut as the title suggests <clears throat> so it's been 38 36 38 euros to send to friends ouch that it hurt anywho Almost tried to change the packages, but the guy was going to send me a box, was going to give me a box to put it in. The box was way wider, but not as high. And, uh, you know, however that works, you know, they're, they're saying in terms of uh, what makes sense or not. But uh, then there was no filler on the inside, and those are the glass jar. So that didn't work out. Anywho. So, whew. and I was like, that's okay. We'll just, we'll just do it this way. You know, it's like I'm here, let's do it, we'll get it done. <coughs> this is actually the only, uh, well, it's not a Christmas gift anyway. Uh, my friend Gilles from uh, near Nice, Villeneuve de Loubet, and <laughs> I know the name of the town, Villeneuve de Loubet, uh, sent me uh, an array of jams, uh, jelly, and then, uh, well, I talked about that yesterday. And uh, I was like, well, you know, I don't have. Uh, the variety has to offer, but you know, I made a steak jam and then I have this sauerkraut, so I send that to him. We talked about it on the phone and he was mentioning about choucroute, which is how you call it in French actually and in Spanish. Choucroute. Uh, <clears throat> the way in France it's mostly used, it's actually with meat and then some vegetable, but it's like hard dish. And I was like, well, you don't want to heat it up. <laughs> This one is actually fermented. It has beneficial bacteria, lactobacillus, and I forgot the other kind. I guess technically the amount of salt is going to affect what kind of bacteria will actually make it. But regardless, it has probiotics. So they are basically fermented prebiotic uh, because all plants have prebiotic, which your body, I think to some extent, can convert to some, some type of probiotic. But anyhow, I was like, don't hit it hot. The point is cold. If you hit it, you kill. You're going to kill those beneficial bacteria. So it's a different kind of sauerkraut. But anyhow, so on a beautiful morning with clouds and the sun breaking through, not quite sure the day we have ahead of us here. But anyhow, so I had to walk to Begayina, which is about, I don't know, between two and three kilometers one way. So I have my pack, I had that box. Anyway, so that's done, you know. That is done. I haven't really mingled with money for quite a while now, but that was uh, an interesting exchange. I did cut my loss very quickly. So there was a possibility of paying eight euro less, which would have meant taking the box, going back to the place, and then refilling it, and then I was like, nah, let's just get this thing done. No need to make it any worse than it is. Anyhow. And uh, 
hopefully today with Edu, who will uh, register me on the uh, health uh, website of uh, Castilleon, Sassil. Uh, Salud. I don't know what uh, R stands for, the A, but uh, uh, C-Y-L uh, means... Uh, no, C, uh, C, C, yeah, C-Y-L means Castilleon. Uh, S is uh, Salud, which means health. What's the R? Health, anyway, I don't know. Regardless, so register me on that because when I get when I, once I get my my second dose you know I'll be able to have a, like an e uh, uh, e passport basically so it'll be on my phone to show that I am vaccinated as I just found out in the news that it is now mandatory in France to have a passport covid so they are making it harder for people who are not vaccinated to access a bar, restaurant, and outside of grocery stores, basically most places. <laughs> Anywho, made me think of Antonio, you know, refusing to, to take the vaccine. Actually, there was a, I, I, I was watching this comic yesterday, Jim, Jimmy Carr, who is kind of a rambunctious, uh, kind of controversial, uh, you know, stretching the line. Kind of rude and gross, but really politically correct to some extent. And uh, I was talking about, hey, out here, raise your hand if you haven't uh, if you haven't taken the vaccine. And some people raise their hand, and it was like, and then now go ahead and slap your face in the slap, slap yourself in the face. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that was funny. Uh, he did one joke on on Arabs. Uh, but it was it was uh, very well tuned, you know. There was an element of it of, you know, a little more rougher than almost everybody. I guess you have to give credit where credit is due because a lot of people are afraid of uh, using that uh, that race, you know, to 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 make jokes of, you know, Jew no problem, Christian no problem, you know, a Buddhist. Well, you're not going to have much there, but. You'll be okay with everybody else, but uh, on the Muslims and on the Arabs, it is uh, well. Actually, technically, you have to go to religion to uh, you know. You would actually make a joke about terrorism, so the stereotype, and uh, or uh, yeah, you'd have to go to religion, and uh, that's uh, that can be tricky. Anyhow, but that being said, anyway, just uh, yeah, just thinking about him because now in France. They are making it harder, you know, the surge in Germany, in France, in Spain. They are kind of uh, very, very, very slowly. They are definitely trying to avoid to paralyze the economy and the country, which uh, anyway, which I'm sure is, is a very subtle form of art in terms of uh, how do you mitigate that? And... Uh, still keep things moving, you know. I guess they've had about, uh, oh my goodness, we are, yeah, we, enter, we are finishing our second year of COVID, yeah? So January will be the third. It was interesting too, the other day, I was talking with somebody and they were talking about, yeah, in 2019, you know, the COVID, and I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it was, it was no COVID in 2019. It started in January in China in uh, in uh, 2020. 
that's when the COVID happened. Anywho, so it was interesting that it was already uh, uh, some people who uh, who had confusion about. Uh, huh, interesting um, about COVID. So, and actually, there was a couple uh, who was at the cultural house where, or like an event house. I don't know what you would call it. Uh, una casa cultural uh, in English. It's basically a place where, like a social, uh, cultural event center. I'm passing the church of Begeyina. Anywho. Well, well, well. Well, I think I can confidently say that my, uh, whatever the kink I had in my shoulder is gone. You know? And uh, all that I've done is uh, not wear that uh, heavy pack for a while. And... Uh, all the yoga that I did, and I don't know if it contributed or not, but uh, wow, <laughs> very nice. Something else too that came up this morning. I was listening to uh, to this guy uh, doing a podcast. He was in Italian about spa and therms and esthetician places. People go for beauty and rest and wellness, and uh, I was talking about you know the favorite for most people is a massage. And uh, to me, a massage makes sense because, well, in terms of being touched, that contact, even more so when you are, you know, somebody like me who is uh, single, but actually, even when I was married, I loved it. You know, when I had that insurance and before getting my chiropractic adjustment, I would... uh, I think it was before that. Um, yeah, I think it was before. I was getting the massage to get things nice and warm and loose, and then getting popped, which to me makes sense, you know, with my limited understanding about what chiropractic is. But uh, yeah, it has worked for me. <clears throat> and then it brings me back to Aureli when I arrived in uh, La Verge Verde in Hospital de Ardigo in October. You know, she, she gives massages. And I was like, well, you know, I have this thing behind my my shoulder blade. I mean, it's a weird place, you know. So you could punch me, you could do all kind of things, and I would not feel a thing. But, you know, it does bother me first in the morning until I get really warmed up with a pack. And then I'm okay. And then she was like, all right, I can help. And, you know, and she did whatever she did. But it didn't do a thing, not a thing. So I, not just because of her, but I'm not a big believer outside of the placebo, possibly, potential for massages. But that being said, you know, in terms of uh, caring about somebody else, about sending love and all of that, I think that's a beautiful act. I think that's a beautiful gesture. But in terms of a, of a therapeutic modality, eh. It could be something very specifically specifically to target something, but then you would be looking at doing a lot of other things or definitely something else outside of it for it to help. I don't think it is that helpful from my limited experience. That being said, from my limited experience as well, uh, acupuncture, that has been amazing to me. I have to say, because, wow, the, the, the impact of it, 
uh, was quite something. And even when I had my wrist, for a while my wrist was bothering me. It was a little weak when I was flexing it. And then I went to, if I'm not mistaken, he's Vietnamese, Dr. Ho in, uh, in Kerrville, Texas. He would come twice a week from San Antonio, which is about 100 kilometers away. So, and I, I went to see him a few times for it. And that got resolved too. So again, I know the, the whole placebo and all the, the, the tools of science, you know, to measure and gauge the effect of something, which I believe in itself is quite imperfect, but it is the best we have and I understand it and I respect it. But it makes it tricky with acupuncture because how do you measure, you know, the impact of, of that tool, that therapy? how it's working and how it's affecting and what's, you know, what's benefiting or not, anywho. But again, anecdotally, to me, I'm quite impressed with acupuncture. Shiatsu, well, I did study a little bit, but I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't, uh, I don't really know. So I don't have a high esteem for it, but I don't know it. So I don't know it at all. I don't think I've never had I don't think I ever had a, I don't think so, a session by a professional, anywho. But I guess of all of those, to me, yoga is the one that's uh, possibly the most interesting and the most underappreciated. I mean, not only because it's free, uh, and also because... I look at it as a slow inversion of funds, yeah? Invest, inversion, no inversion, investment, sorry. Una inversión, it's an investment in Spanish. And uh, that if you are gentle enough with yourself when you do it, where if you learn where that's, what I call it a soft edge is, you know, where you're slightly uncomfortable, but you can stay there. And then you can relax in there to some extent. You know, however taut your body needs to be for that position. And that also means you would know what type of yoga is more compatible with you. And that's, uh, yeah, that's another kind of worm by itself. I've played with yoga for many years and Eventually, my, at the end of it, toward the end, actually, after many, many years, I found the uh, I found the style that I liked, which is a restorative form. And uh, hold on, I think somebody here. One of the I'm seeing more people with a face mask in the street, but I know Italy has uh, mandatory usage of face mask in the street but in spain i don't think so anyhow and of course i i mean if i need to well you know so be it although i would do it more in a in the cities you know where you have a concentration of people like right here in the country it makes no sense whatsoever to do that anyhow woohoo the sun is out it's gonna be a beautiful day We'll see how long it takes for that application. We'll do, and then uh, I'm gonna go back out to work. Keep on cleaning that pile of goodies. 
then get ready for yoga, which will be tonight at 7 in Hospital de Vigo. And you are invited if you want to come. <laughs> it's free. I guess it would be an expensive uh, <laughs> trip there. But once you get here, it will be free. Anyway, and I even have a bed for you if you want to come. And food will be lentils and fermented brown rice and sauerkraut. But anyhow. A part of me is curious. You know, I've been doing, I don't know, I don't remember, I guess at least two weeks, possibly around two weeks, I have been doing this uh, lentils and rice. Maybe not, but around that. And, uh, you know, it's going to be going on for the whole of January. I mean, I have a feeling more than likely all winter. Uh, and for, so, for reasons more obscure than others, actually. Some of it has to do about my uh, the hook that I have into food, the kind of relationship that I have, looking at getting those pleasures, you know, the satisfaction. And I think that in and of itself is a sign of uh, disequilibrium, yeah? A lack of equanimity, shall we say? And uh, I stopped buying those... Uh, those chocolate cookies, well, they're not cookies, they're like uh, galletas. It's, well, it's kind of like a cookie, but it's very sandy, it's very soft, and then there's a little layer of chocolate on top. And so I stopped on that. Uh, I realized, I don't know, two days ago or so, I, uh, I finished some cheese that there was. You know, I had to finish the food, there was hummus that I finished, and anyhow, so I just uh, cleaned up the fridge, but... Uh, I'm not buying any more cheese. I have a bread and I have peanut butter and I have jelly. So I think if I get into the craving of a, of something sweet, you know, of a kind of a snack, of a treat, whatever, then I'll go to that. I mean, I have that option. Uh, but uh, I, I'm really curious as I keep holding on that line, you know, eating that very same thing, over and over and over, uh, what, what will happen to me? Kind of my number seven diet, I think I talked about that, is kind of a microbiotic brown rice and uh, kukicha. It's a, it's a twig tea. It's from, I don't know if they have it anywhere else outside of Japan. But anyhow, for 10 days, that's all you eat is brown rice and kukicha. That I have no interest in repeating. That was not fun. And that was also, yeah, I think kind of dangerously uh, in terms of the weight loss. It was dangerous. Because you, you know, if you just take one item of food to eat, you're going to be losing your appetite. And uh, I mean, here I have, a, even though it's the same dish, but it's not one. Oh, thank you for reminding me. Thank you. Oh, que pasa? Que pasa? Que pasa? Que pasa? Yes, you're doing a good job. You're doing a good job. Where's the big one? Just another one. There she is. Oh, here he is. Yes. Reminding me that I want to pee here. Oh, it's not that cold. Anyhow, it's not going to start barking, I guess. I'm too close to 
Yes, yes, yes. And he's shaking, he's wagging his tail. Anyway. Oh. Anywho. Thanks for staying with me while I'm paying. And, uh, aguantamos el, uh, el perro. I guess, could you say aguantemos? Could you do it imperative? Aguantemos, eh? Aguantemos los. Lo aguantemos, yeah? We're going to... I can't take it. Like we, we are... Yeah. I can't take it. Hold on. What's the synonym for to be able to tolerate? Here we go. Tolerate. Aguantar is to tolerate and to think about it. Tolerancia, yeah? Tolerance. Thank you. Have a good day. Yeah, today's going to be a very nice day. My goodness, as we go toward the, the end of the year, it's warmer than when in November. <laughs> Anyhow, but yeah, yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not going into a dream box here. I mean, we are entering winter, so uh, I'm sure we have a couple of months. It's going to be interesting here. We're going to get cold weather. But that's winter, yeah? That's part of winter. Out of that hibernating status, definitely what I'm feeling. Speaking of feeling, yesterday I uh, was giving myself dinner, and uh, Yolanda and uh, well, actually Yolanda was in uh, Albergue Park, and then Edu was with uh, Mincho, but then he came up, and then I was getting my food ready, and I was like, "See you later to uh, Yolanda," as I was taking my food to my room. It's like, "Oh, you're going away?" It's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to be quiet." You know, sometimes it just, uh, chatting doesn't interest me. Anyway, so we had a, she was like, well, maybe you, maybe one day you explain to me what's going on in terms of what you're thinking. It's like, well, I can tell you now, you know, it's just, uh, sometimes I like quietness. I like solitude. I wouldn't mind to be with people if I could be quiet and not create kind of like an awkward energy around people, but, uh, you know. This is not normal, it's not typical to have somebody so quiet, so it's just better for me to just go in my space. And uh, kind of being mindful of where I was, what I was feeling, and realizing that uh, I was more disinterested. You know, Yolanda is a female, so she's, uh, I don't know, she's gotta be, she's gotta be in her 30s, I don't think she's more than that. Anyway, she she has a very nice body, and uh, you know, initially it was like, hmm. and the face is interesting. I wouldn't call the face beautiful, but it's interesting. I like her voice. She doesn't smoke. Uh, <laughs> so those are criteria that definitely are like, whoa, 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 good, 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 goodest. That's the goodest of all. Which for the one of you not English, you don't say goodest. Eh? Doesn't exist. But why not? The mostest. You can do whatever you want. And then realizing, yeah, I was like, it's okay. My uh, Anthony in Heat persona has kind of dimmed a little bit, you know, and I'm still, you know, you know, still jerking off, still kind of getting rid of that, whatever you want to call it, I'd call it pressure, because it's, uh, again, it's not that enjoyable. And I'm wondering, you know, and I'm I'm not fighting it. I'm not resisting. So I'm not being like, no, I'm not going to masturbate. I'm not doing that. 
but I, uh, yeah, I'm just do it the most efficient way that I can, and then get on. But it's, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's an interesting thing. Maybe it's a reflection of some other thing that I'm doing, you know, maybe not even aware of, that are not really beneficial, but that are maybe like uh, habits. I don't know. I don't know. Anywho. Anywho. So there's a bridge that links to, link to the roundabout, and then we're back to Hospital de Orbigo. But it's nice. Uh, Yolanda had mentioned this uh, parallel road here that avoids all the traffic, and fair enough. In, uh, I don't know, uh, four plus kilometers, uh, one car. That's pretty darn good. And there's those trees, and there's a body of water, anyhow, cultivated fields, which are gonna go fallow for the winter. Anyhow, anything else on my end? Uh, finally, yesterday we were able to put that trunk of a chestnut tree up as a supporting beam on the yoga room on the straw bell house. It was so interesting. I just I just got so quiet because there was Edu saying something, there was Jose Luis saying something, and uh, it was just like we're talking about something very heavy. I mean, we're talking about a, a piece of wood taller than six feet, six, I don't know, six and a half or so, very tall. And chestnut, and that's a heavy type of wood. I'm sure it would make nice balls, but. And so, uh, Jose Luis, who is the, the mason guy who does construction, had his idea, and Edu had his ideas, and, you know, as they were just figuring it out as they were doing it, and I'm like, anyhow, and I personally didn't like what they were doing because my uh, my, my silly, humble opinion was that so you have a trunk and you have one of the main branch that was veering off and creating a nice angle, and I thought to view that form, that kind of curve, you know, as you face a house would be nice, and that's completely gone. But regardless, that doesn't matter. It didn't really mean that much to me because, yeah, I didn't really care anyway. But in terms of my aesthetic, you know, view of it. So anyway, it was very funny. Jose Luis is a funny guy too. <laughs> he didn't stop talking. Anyway, it's quite a quite an entertainer. That's the best of my recollection. Anywho, but it is now after hours uh, because we it wasn't the first time we're playing with that. It is now up, cemented, and fixed in place. So. Uh, there was an icky moment for me a couple of times where Jose Luis was trimming some of the some of that wood with a chainsaw. So it was above me on the ladder, you know. And I, basically, I was uh, I had my hood on to 
to protect from all the oh my god the sawdust yeah from the sawdust uh, and part of me was thinking what if it drops a chainsaw you know anyhow and I was like yeah it's a possibility anyhow of course it did not happen <laughs> anyhow 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 all right thing the hotel which is by the gas station interesting it's a three-star hotel but it's right there on the national road and it's right there by a gas station anyhow <laughs> three-star uh, whatever that means i guess it has to do with the amenities yeah tiene que ver con los servicios que ofrecen los hoteles anyway my friend is there anything else Anything else of value I have to offer on those uh, few remaining podcasts coming your way, at least for the foreseeable future? I think not. Getting hungry. Looking forward to my lentils and brown rice. And I think on that note... I will leave you be to whatever you were doing, are doing, or will be doing. And on that note, love, peace, and we'll talk soon. Om Aum Vajra Guru Padma Siri Om Aum Vajra Vajra Guru Padma Siri Om Vajra Guru Padma Siri